Peace. You're tuned into the Edible Activist Podcast. I am your host and favorite edible activist, Melissa L. Jones. On this show, we feed you empowering narratives and perspectives from the voices of emerging Black people and people of color in food and agriculture who are stewarding the land, healing communities, and advocating for food justice and economic power across the globe. Our rich contributions and stories exemplify the spirit of activism in their own edible way. Let's get started. All right, everyone, peace and welcome to The Edible Activist. I am your host, Melissa L. Jones, here with another episode of Cousin Talk with my favorite cousin, Falani, a bird's nest box. Hey, cousin, hey. Hey, 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 hey. (laughs) In the building, we also have a very special guest, a.k.a. another one of our cousins, who we're going to mention in just a moment, but I just wanted to create space to welcome everybody to the show. Falani, I appreciate you for being a part and and hosting Cousin Chat. I think these conversations have been so fruitful and hopefully impactful. We had a very heavy conversation last time around. Yeah, this time it's going to be funner. (laughs) It was fun. It was just heavy. Yeah. (laughs) This is more light because we got an OC, an original cousin. I mean, you know. Who connected us cousins. So, wait till they hear it. (laughs) I love it. I love it. For those who may just be listening to Cousin um, Talk for the first time, I just want to orient them to to what Cousin Talk is about. You know, some of you guys have probably been listening to Edible Activists. I interview some really dope, amazing people, black folk in um, food and agriculture, but wanted to break up the conversation a bit. You know, I met Falani um, over a year ago and we shared We have so many similarities when it comes to our family, family stories, lineage, history. And we wanted to create, curate conversations, like literally like that, being in the room with your cousin, you know, sharing those stories. And um, we we're making it happen. So this is, I think, our second, our third. third. This is number three. Yes. It's not not functioning. Anyway, Mm -hmm. um, the reason why we're actually in this room is because of a very special guest who we're going to call our bonus cousin. So we have mm-hmm. Chrissy Sheffy, the amazing Chrissy Sheffy, who is the founder um, and creator. And I'm going to call you artistic director. I'm going to give you all the names. All, the, okay. all of the names. All okay. Of the names, all right. <laughs> of charismatic creations and i've had the pleasure of having chrissy on my show actually Mm -hmm. twice yes twice on my show and um our actually our last episode chrissy we me and falani kicked off the show with like a space of gratitude and we talked you up and we talked about how her and i connected and it was through you Mm -hmm. and we gave you so much love and continue to give you so much love um and just so appreciative of you because if it wasn't for this amazing event that you had curated last year at Farmers and Distillers in partnership with Patron, all right, doing great big things, <laughs> yeah. I don't know that Falani and I would be sitting in this room being able to have these conversations. So it was really important for, you know, um, for her and I, you know, we came together. It's just like, we really want to have these living room conversations with our cousins. And so you are our cousin and oh. you are a special guest. So yeah, welcome. Yes, welcome. Welcome Thank to the living so room. <laughs> I was trying to have this thing in my living room, Chrissy. I said, the OC coming through, we need to take this to the house. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I, I owed owed Chrissy (laughs) a studio visit. It definitely did. When I 
was going to first have Chrissy on the show. This was right before the pandemic. Or yes. Something, and it couldn't happen. And the, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty cool space. And so we did it digitally, which yeah. still was fine, but I knew I needed to get Chrissy in the space. So this is, this is our, yeah. So welcome the to the stew. One, thank you. And the second one was at the warehouse. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. I came to the warehouse and I did a, I did a um, sit down in person with Ooh. Chrissy. I actually think that might've been my first like one where I actually took my equipment somewhere, somewhere else. Okay. And yep. And that was dope too. That Thank was you dope for the too. I, yeah, that was awesome. I'm happy to be in this space with you guys. Thanks so much for having Thank me. Thank you. I'm excited. Cousin talk. Yes. And it's like you've grown so much (laughs) since we last saw you. So tell us what's been going on. How have you been? How's business? How's the new things? Just fill us in. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the last time we've all like been in the room together um, was last year for Earth Day weekend. Yes. And since then... What's happening? So I decided to like take a small step back from business and to get like some experience with bar managing. So um, I decided to become a bar manager. I'm currently the bar manager at the Jefferson Hotel. Cool. Thank you so much. It's been a really dope experience and primarily there because I wanted some bar management experience. Yes. Like there was opportunity to open a space, but I just, I just knew it wasn't time. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, time will give you that notion. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what? I really need some bar management experience in order to build like a sustainable longevity like situation I don't want to be I don't want to start something with creativity and then be around for like two three years right because I have a pop yeah I want to be around because I know how to run a business I know how to run a bar Mm -hmm. stuff like that so that's what I'm doing currently wonderful but then I'm also still um my curating I, events. Uh-huh. I have some events coming up. Still cur- curating events for other people. Mm-hmm. I'm still doing um, bottle cocktails and cocktail mixers here and there. And wonderful storytelling with the cocktails. And storytelling about- with okay. the cocktails. Um, so yeah, Charismatic Creation is just transforming to something I didn't know it would be. Mm-hmm. But I'm happy because it's helping me get to where I want to be. Right. So partnering with sneaker stores mm-hmm. it's just like everything that i want to happen starting my newsletter everything that i want to happen and continuing to like create a community and be in community mm-hmm. with how you all met it's just mm-hmm. important to me and i just want that to continue to translate through my work and yeah. it does <laughs> yeah and and that's always feels rewarding when you get to intersect mm-hmm. different passions mm-hmm. you know and make money from that yeah so um i'm loving that you get to mix your sneaker culture yeah your storytelling one of my favorite cocktails that you came out with was the corner one dedicated to your dad which was super sweet and super special so tell us a little bit about Mm -hmm. your inspiration behind putting the stories you know with the drinks and honoring the people that you honor 
So honestly, like being in the industry and just like making drinks, that just wasn't something that came to the forefront. It's like working a muscle in a way, but also being thrown into something where you have to like deliver. And I give like all the time, I give this like thanks to AJ of Serenata. Mm -hmm. She hit me up during the pandemic and was like, I'm doing this back to black pop up where we have um, black and brown bartenders create a story behind a cocktail and we use the money to raise funds. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I'm honored. Oh my gosh, I've never told a story behind a cocktail before. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I think I had like three weeks to do it. Okay. So I was like, what is really important to me? Mm -hmm. And I remember high school, I was a really big theater buff. I was in all the plays. Um, But even growing up, I was doing, like, commercial things. Okay. And so I was like, wow. That time when I was Lady in Green Mm -hmm. for um, the play by Nanzaki Shange for Color Girls in high school where it was a predominantly white high school. Uh My theater teacher, Harvey, was like, we have to do this. Um, White, jolly guy who was like really embedded in theater culture Mm -hmm. and telling stories he was like we have to do this and I don't care who gets upset Mm -hmm. we'll change the verbiage in some ways right and he really advocated for it okay and it was black and brown girls who did that only Mm. because you can't right just anybody playing anybody right and so being lady in green and bonding with the black and brown girls who did it was like, wow. And so from that, I wanted to bring that into a glass. Wow. And I did that beautifully. Um, it was with, I wanted to give Nazaki Shenge her flowers for yes. what she did mm-hmm. for me. For you. With being Lady in Green. Mm-hmm. And so I had Hen- Hendrix Gin, which we know is a gin that's infused with rose and mm-hmm. cucumber with, mm-hmm. with rose. Mm-hmm. I had, I did a mint syrup. Mm. And I got the mint flower from Cultivate the City. Mm-hmm. And then I did um, St. Germain, which yes. is also a flower liqueur. Yes. It was some ginger in there. Ooh. It was some um, lemon in there. And then I did like a pea flower. So it made it purple. You bringing that back this spring or nah? Yes. I'm going to bring that back. People really love flowers. Please. Like, that sounds so bomb. I didn't get to try it. So please bring it yeah, back. I'll bring that back. People love flowers mm. for Nazaki. And I, I'm happy that they love it more. Not just for the story, but me introducing gin to people who yeah. already have this preconceived notion about gin. Right. So that was my first time ever telling a story and it resonated with me and then other people when they read about like why I did it. Mm-hmm. And from there, I just started telling stories. And so the story about the corner store is really important for me because my dad was an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. He had five corner stores in D.C. And the only one I remember was the only one that was around at the time of me growing up was in Trinidad. Okay. Montello Market. Yes. And so when I had this other opportunity to come up with a cocktail, Mm -hmm. I was like, what's important to me again? Like, what is my identity in a way? Mm -hmm. And I wanted to bring out the story of like my dad being this living legend, which he is, Mm -hmm. and what the corner store meant for my family. And I did it with Hendrix Gin again, Mm -hmm. some pickle brine, Mm. um, crystals hot sauce. Lime juice, 
So like it was But I wanted to taste like How when I used to go And get a pickle egg Right and, Pickle and in sl- the Slim Jim and mash yeah. it in the Ziploc bag All and of then that. eat it. Like I wanted to feel and taste like that, uh-huh. and it did. Yeah. And so, wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, well, first of all, I'm talking to two um, bomb ass DC ladies over here, y'all. So <laughs> let's throw some respect on Falani and Chrissy for you know these DC roots. I'm over here like I wanted that experience. Give me that whole bag in the cocktail. Girl, that corner <laughs> store was everything <laughs> on a summer day. Oh my! The everything. corner store is the highlight of your day, and it's Growing the highlight up. of the community. Yeah, absolutely. And my and my dad was the first corner store in Trinidad to do like a credit system. Yeah, and so people Shut would come. Door. People would come into the store, purchase things based on a certain amount, and they would pay him. When they got because he wanted to make sure that people got their needs, got their needs, mm-hmm. and and so like yeah, that That's that store up. and his legacy and what he did really means a lot to me, and I wanted to put that in a glass and for people to taste it, uh-huh. also just the people to see like what is what is Chrissy right? So yeah, who is she? Like you said, that um, expressing your identity through your product, yes. It's it's just amazing, but, but but with doing that, you also expose the story of others. Yes, the people who made you who you are. So let's let's clap it up. Let's throw them um <laughs> them them applauses in the background and really give a shout out to Chrissy seriously because not only does she tell stories through her product, but she sources fresh herbs and fresh ingredients mm-hmm. from black and brown growers. Local, like myself, mm-hmm. cultivate the city, New Brooklyn farms. So, I mean, this is great. It's, it's a local brand. It's sustainable. It's cultural. It's empowering. So we we are just excited to have you here because when you blow up, <laughs> don't forget your cousins, girl. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> Never. You blew up. She right. already blew up. But when you blow Very up cute. even more. I, know, I got you. We're going to be down here like, hey, girl. <laughs> no, seriously. Hey, like, guys. being in community with you all is really important to me. And I try to show it in ways where, not even try, but I show it in ways mm-hmm. where it's support. It's honoring you all like mm-hmm. I did. Um, because nothing goes unnoticed. Like, because I think it's this notion of people have to do something or mm-hmm. just because we are in the same space it has to happen mm-hmm. um, I'm glad it does happen and since it does happen I'm just grateful for it so how in ways can I you know contribute contribute more, more mm-hmm. from what you all do for me even if it's just like reposting something showing up mm-hmm. spending money being excited like yeah yeah connecting well, first of all, I'm sitting over here like, when is dad going to write a book? When are you and dad oh going to write this gosh. book? Because that, <laughs> that is piece of DC that, that folks need to, mm-hmm. that needs to be anchored in something. It's, yeah. it's already anchored, right? But like document it somewhere because that is what makes the city or what has made the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, when we talk about 
and first, let me go back to because all three of us sitting here with our love our, for our love for agriculture, right? Yes. Like, that's mm-hmm. like one of our main connections, right? While we're here. And I remember you sharing some, you know, stories about your yes. dad and coming up and your entrepreneurship. It was baked into the yep. bloodline, you know, like your love for agriculture and gardening and stuff like that. But it's those stories that if it weren't for like this living room cousin talk mm-hmm. that it, we don't necessarily get to unearth them all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's not a one and done. We should really be like repeating this because yep. like this, it needs to be documented mm-hmm. and anchored so mm-hmm. people don't let's 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 not forget right that's yes. an l-e-s-t not an l-e-t-s let's okay not okay right. so i was just sitting over here like just having chills because you know i know that everything that the both of you all do you know you're thinking about your identity you're thinking about your legacy you know, it's tied to so many different things. And I don't even, even for me, for the work that I do. So thank you for sharing that Absolutely. and reminding mm-hmm. folks, you know, um, about that piece of you. And Chrissy, you do already <laughs> enough for the community, honey. You did <laughs> yes. nothing else. <laughs> If you did nothing else, you'd be like, damn, like I said, I know you're wow, hungry. Wow, that's you really great to know. Yeah. You know, that's really good to hear. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Because really that dinner hear. was epic. <laughs> Let me tell y'all. So, my first time meeting Miss Falani, right? Falani, I remember what you had on. Falani was rocking the New Balances, right? Because it was a sneaker, uh, sneaker joint. Like you had to, you had to. Yeah, wear I went and bought them joints that day from PG Mall. But don't play my New Balances though to, right. to the city. So that's yeah, like right on point. From Mississippi, literally, like she's about to start rocking New Balances. She was like, I know it's a DC thing. I said, you all, but no, and now like, it's been spreading. Everybody's rocking them now. We've been mm-hmm. on that. Falani had her New Balances on. She had a pretty yellow skirt. Yeah. She had on a bucket hat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the top. I, I forgot her, all that. I remember her floating in. She was like, hey, y'all. Hey. And I was like, who is this? I need to go beat this Falani. <laughs> and like your spirit, Falani, just highlighted that room. And oh, it was so. Oh, you. so it infectious. was a special night. So Chrissy, special Chrissy night. bought people together i i never knew them people yeah <laughs> seriously <laughs> you didn't know doug before that? i mean i knew doug, okay, doug. Okay. but even doug I, I got to even meet him you know through chrissy i mm-hmm. didn't know them people yeah. like yeah. that you yeah. know mm-hmm. and so it was just great that she curated and yeah. handpicked what was it 20 of us 15 15 made it even more special and it was like it was an intersection like we were all makers and creators yes Mm -hmm. it was it it was just growers and farmers you know it was focused on being deeply rooted in Mm -hmm. what you do Mm -hmm. so deeply rooted can be literally in your agriculture work Mm -hmm. which was the weekend was about but also like being deeply rooted in your creative work yeah Mm -hmm. And also, like, the sustainability around creative work. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it's not just about, like, recycling glass or, you know, stuff that helps the earth, but Mm -hmm. also recycling practices that you can help to bring relationships from, from, from like, um, not as experienced. Mm -hmm. If you recycle your work, your work practices Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, you can help the people behind you 
keep going in a way where they don't have to struggle right. or not know stuff. Yeah. Wow. Like less gatekeeping or no gatekeeping at all. Oh, honestly. Right. Right. Um, so like there's sustainability in all different facets. Mm-hmm. But if you're deeply rooted, let's figure out how we all can be sustainable, like recycle mm-hmm. our learning to help other people. Yeah. And so that's why I wanted all different types of people to be in the room who are deeply rooted in their work. Mm-hmm. Because deeply rooted can be a lot of different things. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I remember when I first met Chrissy, it was actually at Kendra's event. Remember Kendra did a, uh, it was a farm dinner she had did at City Blossoms. Yes. Yes. That was Uptown. the first time. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I went to middle school with Kendra. I'm sorry. Shout out, yes, Chrissy. But also shout out to Kendra Green Things Work. Like she's the bomb. She's and she's amazing. getting some things done. Yes, she is. I see it. Like, I see you, girl. I see really you, girl. She is launching some really great things. And also... She took care of me right before my surgery, made me all this soup. And she's a bomb ass cook. Like, she is. She is. Awesome. But I got to meet you, girl. Oh, you got to meet Kendra. Yeah. Oh, you got to yes. meet Kendra. Mm-hmm. She, another DC native. Yeah. Like, I went to middle school city. with Kendra. She's awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. I met Chrissy there and yeah. we just connected. Like, uh-huh. Immediately. We saw each other on social media. Yes. I love social media. Okay. And yeah. we saw each other. Mm-hmm. And I think we gave each other a hug. We did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and it's been yeah, locked ever since. Because social media be having you feel like you already you knew somebody. <laughs> then when you see him, you like, oh, shit, this really our first time seeing each other in the flesh. Yeah. And sometimes it can be good and sometimes it can, it be, can bad. be bad. Let's be yeah. Yeah. clear. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that part. But <laughs> we're going to focus on the good <laughs> part. <laughs> But but yeah, in in cousin talk, yeah, it, it don't be some good times. Yeah, but yeah. That time was really good, and we've it been was. locked in like ever since. So yeah, I just and you know, Earth Day weekend is coming back up. This it year, up, that's just what I was about mm-hmm. to ask you. Tell us the inspiration behind that whole weekend. What you do? Is this the third annual coming this up? This is the second one. The second. So this is the third Spirited Soul Garden that will happen. Okay. But the weekend, this will be the second. Okay. Weekend. So tell us about all that. Yes. Yeah, so this year, the theme for Earth Day is take action. And so that's something that I already do. And the people right. who I'm in community with already do. But to stay on theme with mm-hmm. the year is to take action. And so there will be a dinner Saturday. We're still going to be um, active in like helping farmers in mm-hmm. a way. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday will be the Spirited Soul Garden again at Wild Days. Yeah, that be feeling like a movie. <laughs> you walk in that joint. <laughs> I, said, I had to get myself together. I know this going to be a big deal. Yeah. A big deal. Yeah. And it's going to be bigger and better this year. Ooh. Um, my partners are, are really excited to nice. help me curate this experience again. And being, and like, it's really earth sign of me. Mm-hmm. When's your birthday? Tell us, it's the 20th, right? The 21st. The 21st, okay. And so that literally last year, Earth Day weekend, the curation of it all took place the day after my birthday. But this year is going to start on my birthday and wow. I was I was looking at the calendar I was like that's just so earth sign of me yeah to like be to spend be your time sewing into the earth, earth. but Ooh. 
What a what a beautiful way. I like that. That that's what she does on her Earth Day. She spends her time sewing in, onto the Earth and onto others. And so this, that's so beautiful. Yeah, you could so be wild. on a beach sipping a margarita. Hopefully, you'll so go sure. that following right. weekend. <laughs> But in terms of your actual birthday, <laughs> you choose to be with the people doing the earthwork. So let's applaud that again. We, girl, can you put a uh, sound man throw the uh, <laughs> yeah, the cheers in the back? I'm sure we can make it happen. <laughs> Hit that jack. <laughs> so guys, Earth Day weekend, April 21st to the 23rd. Um, I need everyone to be there. Don't miss it. It's a Don't vibe. Miss it. I um, love it. And it's also one of those things is if you w- if you want to see people grow, you got to show up in spaces. Because mm-hmm. in a few, if because it how it can happen is that you want to be happy and see people grow, but then some things miss. Yeah, and then that space. Or that building or that right. creative is no longer there. Yeah. And then we question, oh, why? Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. pull up. Pull up. Because like we said, this this program that we're doing right now is a result of the dinner, you oh, know, that and that so weekend. Beautiful. And we saw each other the next day. Yeah, we sure did. And we felt like we had been on each other. <laughs> we was chilling on that <laughs> Baby, we I was section. giving him all the tea yes, from an international love affair I had just had. So, um, yeah, I didn't know them. They eyes was wide open. I was like, damn, I didn't talk their head off and then showed them footage and all. But it was so much love and beautiful footage. So yeah, much love. so yeah. much love. But you did that, Chrissy. You yeah. did that. Yeah, I, you know what, I, I pinch myself about it because. There's so, so many things. Like, I had that idea written down in my notebook since 2020. Wow. I will say it was probably, like, mm, before summer of 2020, I had this written down. Mm -hmm. I had gone to a black and brown hospitality conference called Resistance Served. Oh, oh yeah! Shout I out. like yeah. that. Shout out! Shout out to I, I um, Ashton Berry. Okay. Out. Oh my God, that conference was amazing. It doesn't happen anymore. I hope it brings it back. They yeah. bring it back. But at Resistance Serve, it was just it was like a family reunion of mm. primarily bartenders Ooh, and servers, nice, um, but also like chefs too, mm-hmm. in a space where you can talk about things, talk about like. Things that other people who just enjoy going out don't mm-hmm. understand because you don't suppose right, to, right? Yeah. Right. Um, but that, like, you know how you can have a conversation and someone just knows exactly how you Would feel? You, yeah. That conference was full of that. And this and was down in New Orleans, right? This was down in okay. New Orleans. Oh, that's I had got a, special. They did scholarships, and I had got a scholarship to that's go down. And it was honestly life-changing because it helped connect those dots of, like, you know how you can feel, like, you're in a space and be connected to this space. Like, yeah. why do I feel so great being a bartender? Not because I'm good at it. Right. Um, but just knowing that, like, black people started mm-hmm. hospitality. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. just, like, be more centered in it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because wow. the re-imaging of hospitality. Yeah. Changed so much with, like... 
this white guy who has this bun and these tattoos mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he wears you know like it's been reimaged but let's just be let's call a spade a spade if they weren't cleaning their own homes, if they weren't right. breastfeeding their own kids, right. why would they be distilling their own right. spirits? And why would they be serving right. in a restaurant? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So right. who started to serve? Yeah. Black people served. Mm-hmm. And there were black mixologists mm-hmm. started. And they used that money to buy the freedom of their families mm-hmm. and to purchase land. Mm-hmm. And they started the like the first black mixology um, membership group here in DC. Mm-hmm. So it, wow. it helps you be centered. Like, right. yeah, I'm walking in this space. I might not know everything now, yeah. right? But there were people who looked like me who started this, so I'm where I need to be. Yeah. So that conference was woo. So I went back home, all uh-huh. energized, and I was like, I want to do something that's like super centered. I know that there are partners who can help me put this on. I just don't know. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you sit on shit. Sorry, yeah. You can curse. <laughs> yeah. No, girl, you, you can curse. It's the living room. You know, I'm not ready. Yeah. I'm not ready for that. Yeah. You you aren't in spaces where it's like, do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I sat on it, sat on it, sat on it. One day, January 2022, mm-hmm. I said... I'm going to just do it. I wrote up the whole thing that was in my notebook, but I wrote it out like very clear. I sent the email and I was like, no, it's just going to be no. They're going to say no because I'm not ready. Are we ever really ready? Ooh. Mm. Mm. What is ready? I mean, oh my god! Because I be thinking I'm ready, and there's ready? still more things to get ready, y'all. Damn, but so yeah, when are we really ready? I don't think we are really ready. But mm. it's about like you said, walking in your path, mm-hmm. knowing that this is where you belong. Because once you once you feel that, and like you said, you may not know everything, but if you in your path. Whatever you want to know, it's going to come to you. Those projects and those ideations and creative things that you had in your head, like it took you two years, you know, it's going to come. You just got to be walking in your path, standing stern, ten toes down, because it's something deep that you said, because um, it made me think about my great grandpa. I didn't um, get to meet him. But he was a moonshine. Um, he made moonshine, and he sold his moonshine sold from our little country town in North Carolina all the way so far as um, to Pennsylvania. And so before he was working with this white guy, but of course he was doing all the work. And so once he kind of got them connections and he knew what to do, like fully with the equipment and stuff. He he set up his own shit. And then, of course, the white folks got mad. And then they start, like the mafia, having him pay taxes and stuff to them. And then finally, like, because um, this, he had a juke joint right next door to the house mm, okay. where they sold them. Yeah. They get the party. So <laughs> in the feathering. Yeah. And my father, my, my great uncles and grand, uh, grandmother, all of them worked the store serving liquor as kids. That was their job, you mm-hmm. know, and 
Then they he finally he said, I'm not paying no more taxes. And, why? They, and they locked his ass up. So um, it's these stories, like you saying, we, we, we got to look even beyond just the moonshine, the fabrication right. of it. Because right. my father slept on sugar sacks because mm. that's what they use to make the, oh the moonshine. Wow. So even beyond the moonshine, but what about like the hospitality beyond it? He said, not only am I going to ball it up and sell it, but how can I also make sure that I, I make money from it on a regular basis? Yep. From the juke joint. Yeah, start this joint. And they said that people would come so far, even far as Rocky Mountain to my great grandpa juke joint. I bet. Yeah, so these are the these are the hot we started all of this, you know. And now everything has been hijacked and whitewashed. Farm the table, the the term sustainability, farmers markets, you know, um, all of the alcohol, everything. It's Everything. time to reclaim our time, like Maxine Waters said. We, but yeah, we taking all. This is our shit. Yep. And it's and it's one of those things where just the access to resources, yes. information, capital yes. mm-hmm. is the difference, right? right? Um, it's just the the biggest difference when when we think about prohibition. Mm-hmm. On one side, it's like, oh. Okay, this is they did prohibition because they didn't want they they wanted to figure out a way to get money mm-hmm. from the selling of mm-hmm. alcohol. Mm-hmm. But what also happened with that is that black and brown people who were selling booze mm-hmm. had to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when they repealed prohibition, now those same black and brown people who were doing it before. Mm-hmm. Now they have to get licenses, right. regulation, and yeah. permits, and yeah. pay taxes on stuff that was regularly available right. to, for them to do. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the first um, person who was licensed as a distiller was Jackie Summers in hmm. 1970. Black, black guy. Um, he's Caribbean, but uh-huh. it was in, I think, Brooklyn. Wow. wow. In the 70s. Whoa! That was just yesterday. <laughs> wow! Yes. And so now he's um, partnered. So he came out with his own product, but obviously, you know, lack of capital resources yeah. and stuff like that. So now he's partnered with Uncle Neris. Okay. Beavers, you know, she's doing beautiful. beautiful work. Okay. Awesome. So now his um, liqueur is back out. In nice. And so as you just think about these things, like when it's not accessible, it's going to be whitewashed. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how can we bring back the resources yeah. that we need to do our work that we're deeply rooted in? Right. right. That are right. quintessential us. Yeah. Right? But we need access to resources. We need each other, literally. Yeah, and so us being in community, me having these dinners, me having these events. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's cliche to be like, meet somebody. But no, like, meet somebody. Seriously. I mean, collaboration you is. next yeah. collaborator or podcast partner. Or, right. Business partner, you just yeah. don't know. That is, it's so, yes, touche to all that. I, I actually have a question for y'all, but I want to just pause yeah. when you said meet somebody. It had always, when I started out this show, I had no idea I was starting it. It was not mm-hmm. a dream of mine. 
it, it wasn't. I did not grow up saying I'm going to be a podcaster. Even when I started the platform, <laughs> I was like, this is not, yeah. it wasn't in the plan. It wasn't in the plan. I say quotes, right? And so as I was doing it, I'd done a number of episodes. I was probably close to 100 at this point. Actually, maybe even like maybe 40 or 50. I was just like, I want someone else's voice on this platform besides mine. Yes, I'm interviewing people, but I was like, I want like a co-host of some sorts. And um, at that moment, I was putting some feelers out and putting some things together. And it didn't, you know, I'm not going to say it didn't go the way I want. It just, it just didn't happen. It was just timing, right? And so... Um, Fast forward, here we are on Cousin Talk and just thinking about some of the things that you speak out and that you manifest and through these events, you know, this indirect way of like manifesting things and making those connections. Because I'm a firm believer that when you say something like in that moment, it is yours. It may not just show up in the actual form until six months down the line, a year down the line, whatever it's in. Maybe you have it in and exist in some way that we just cannot see. That's just the way the world works. Can't explain science. It is what it is. And so um, I say that to say that I'm just my continued gratitude for what the work that you have done, because this literally has been a dream of mine to have someone else like kick it with me, my dear cousin Falani, you know. <laughs> People have been telling another. me to do a podcast, comedy, and more. I, they sure did. <laughs> told me that. <laughs> and we had talked through some things. Uh-huh. He was like, well, maybe we should make it a separate thing. And then it was just like, we don't got time for Let's that. Let's just like, do this shit. Got the platform. Right. Let's just, Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Yeah. And it is, it's, it's great because I, it's still all connected. Yeah. And I just, it's so important for me to, for it just not, for it to just not be my voice. Like, yes, mm-hmm. I'm great. Mm-hmm. I'm a damn great interviewer. Okay. But there's so many different perspectives and just lenses that I may not bring to the table mm-hmm. that someone else could. So it's really important. So I just want to say thank you, Falani, for just. Oh, Melissa, girl, in. if you don't. I saying. appreciate it, but. I'm just saying. Every time, look, we in this together, girl. <laughs> I, it, I'm thanking listen, you because I'd be, be busy. Stint. It could be a long stint. I want it to be yeah. a long stint, but I'm just, I'm in the moment. But I know? think yes. these conversations are important. Yes. Yes. Yes, Not seriously, because hey, there's y'all. a lot, you know, a lot of us folks will compete with one another, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and it is I think it's also it's tied to a lot of trauma as well. Yes. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's like share the love, share the resources. If you know something, share it. Because right. what you can't work you. for everybody. Also, let me yeah. just be very clear. You yeah. cannot. There's just some relationships you like, you know what? This might. This is great. And yeah. there's just some you just don't enter it. So yeah. Yeah. use your head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Use a bit of discernment. discernment. Yeah. Oh, baby. It's the discernment for me. As as I've gotten older and come into like 29, 30, discernment has been one of the biggest things that's just helped me stay on a clear path of what I want for myself. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. And putting that at the forefront. Yes. Because, some, you know, the red flags are there. Yeah. You know what? This doesn't really feel right, but I just want to make sure I'm still like doing it. Yeah. That's where the sermon is like, hey, right. Like, shh, shh, right. I'm doing this right mm-hmm. now. Shh, shh. Mm-hmm. And then the sermon comes back up like, not I told you so, but it's clear. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. let's move on and let's right. do something yeah. different. Right. But like conversations and being in community with people, 
really important because you just learn things. Yeah. It's like just yeah. talking because you just don't know what you can get out of something right. without just shooting the well, shit. I learned so much <laughs> straight up about the spirits industry that I did not know when I met you and when you started doing more events, but also AJ. Yeah. Like shout out to AJ. AJ shout is out to AJ. the bomb, right? And I could legit read all of Ashton's oh. Instagrams. Every all time day. she's on live, I'm like, I'd be like, y'all, you put your seatbelts on. Here she goes. Here she goes. She's coming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's definitely coming. And regardless if you like it or not. So mm-hmm. I just. those And I love that energy, too. I do. I do as well. And not every might not understand it, you mm-hmm. know. And sometimes it's just you just have to soak it in and just hear it and read it. And so. And um, sometimes everybody isn't going to be like that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like. A lot of the thoughts may be the same and yeah. how we feel, but you know, every revolution has a leader or mm-hmm. every cause has mm-hmm. someone who's gonna right. talk about it. Right. And just supporting who's talking about it if that aligns with you. Yeah. And so while everyone isn't gonna be an Ashton Berry, right. I do appreciate who Ashton Berry is to the political aspect of hospitality Absolutely. and lobbying for hospitality work. Mm-hmm. And just making sure black and brown farmers um, are heard, the mm-hmm. intersectionality mm-hmm. of being a woman, mm-hmm. a black woman who's in the hospitality industry because it comes with stuff. Yeah. Or the intersectionality of being a black man, like, yeah. right. or a brown person or a queer person. Like, mm-hmm. there's yeah. just so much so and many. to have yeah. a voice for the hospitality. I'm not saying she's speaking for people, but she's speaking up yeah. for right. things that are yeah. hidden. Yeah. I appreciate. Absolutely. Yeah. But I, I love the hospitality industry. Yeah. And I I didn't think that it would be a part of who I was, like, at all. It mm. just, I fell into it, and I stuck to it. But it's yeah. like a calling. You know, I, just, I was just about calling. to say, for real, for real, <laughs> it is like a calling. Like, I didn't see myself becoming a farmer, yeah, like, you just seven years it. ago. You know, like, although it was in your blood. Yeah, but I still didn't I think I get you. this is, you know, so it's you. like you said, it's like a calling. Because, I mean, you go to school, you do these studies and this stuff, and it's like, first of all, you young as shit when you in college. <laughs> so you don't know what <laughs> you, you want to do. Right? You don't know who you are. It's like, what? I don't know nobody <laughs> doing what they studied in college at all. None. None. So it's a calling. Yeah. It's a calling and it it's 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 unfortunate that some it's a lot of distractions here, but some are blocked and they, they can't figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and I, I I just try to say just find something that you like to do. Yes. And then see if you can make a living uh, off of you it. You gotta make a living, baby. <laughs> You know, it's I mean, I know it probably I'm trying to make it sound more simple than it is. But even if it's just not to make money, even it's just just for fulfillment. That's so true. You know, because it's it's some people sitting at home with boredom Mm -hmm. and there's so many things to do in the world. I can't deal with people telling me they're bored. I don't, You're not to I don't be around have, me because it's way to too much stuff to <laughs> right, do. Right. If don't tell me, pick up a book. <laughs> if you don't have a bookshelf in your house, 
I'm not dating you. I ain't going so far as to say <laughs> I ain't dealing with you because I don't want to come off like I'm I like looking but no, looking down on people. But it's like there is something to be said that there is something that you're so deeply passionate about. Like, like hell, you like the guitar, right? Right. Like, that's something you're so passionate about. Like, there's something to be said yeah. for that. Like, you, there, there is something that just, like, really tugs at your heartstrings. You know that. And that could go as far as to helping other kids or teaching folks how to, like. Right. Yeah. So, I. I, I or helping I you not be bored. Right. Not- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go for a walk in the park. Um, so yeah. many things. The libraries have, be re- have, have been um, renovated. If you can't afford to buy a book, go into the library. You can sit there. There's, I mean, YouTube University. (laughs) If you, you know, if you may have some challenges with reading a book or having an attention span to read a book, Mm -hmm. you can educate yourself on almost on any skill, anything out there on YouTube Mm -hmm. visually. So it's like. Let's let's figure out how we can use the technology mm-hmm. to our benefit. Even social anywhere. media, like mm-hmm. you said, social media is great to make them connections. But that's why I like your dinner. And even at the dinner, I spoke and said it's important that yes. we take these vibes that. that's on social media offline and in person and go back to that interpersonal connection because you can't really feel the vibe how do you know you want to partner with somebody if you don't even know who these people are you don't and i was just going to say if it even is a vibe on on social media because it and trust me we i think we all have a hate love relationship or Mm -hmm. you know i think everybody has a complicated relationship with social media right but and i'm gonna speak for myself but i i have um had a number of of encounters on social media and they have not been the same in person so mm-hmm. is it a vibe yeah, yeah. but yeah. i get what you're saying though because there's some people who I, Chrissy, you have done this like created a community Falani, you've done mm-hmm. the same thing created exactly. a community around your brand you know but um do those vibes translate the same yeah, yeah. And you don't and that's know. when you find out so that's why it is that's why it's important yeah and not think up. you above no yeah showing up no. to certain mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. or appearing on certain mm-hmm. platforms because mm-hmm. I take any interview. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, not any, I but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? I if did. it's a journalist that's still in college, yeah, I'm going to do it. It, it could be a high school person. You know, I, I, it's about, like you said, getting with people and growing together. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not just wanting to get with people that's already on, or mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Well, things just being transactional, yeah, right? That I think that's I, just I being wanted, transactional. Yeah, I want things to be like relational. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is and that's all, that's important for like the next phase of business for me. Mm-hmm. Like finding spaces that are already living. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and placing my work there mm-hmm. for a moment in time, just an event. Or like a series of events, right? But not just like renting, right? A room, or right? Renting right. a home to throw an event, but yeah. like the space is already alive, right? So let me help like transcend some of like the message that I want to come across, uh-huh. and help the space live more. So doing yeah. a lot more partnerships. 
an ecosystem, yeah, uh, uh, so to speak. So yeah. to speak. Yeah. Because right. um, things can be very transactional. What can I get from you? What can you get yeah. from me? And to a certain degree, that's fine because you don't want to keep watering things right. and not get anything in return. Right. Um, but at the same time, there's a lot of relationships that can happen and grow and help the city just be more cultural. Yeah. Um, when we talk and meet up. And That's right. Give people a chance and not be above anyone and stuff like that. And it, it's interesting that you spoke about the transactional piece because, like, I, I'm more so, like, looking at it, too, like, what is the transaction about? Because, see, even at the dinner... Because you have some people that leave their house like, what am I going to get out today or out of people? But you can have a transaction that's not based upon material. Yeah. You know, I had some exchanges with people at the dinner. that I, I left just inspired. Yes. With just conversations, you know. And granted, the Patron was flowing. <laughs> You know, and more it open, Shout you out know. To Patron. It <laughs> Shout out to Patron. Because Chrissy had them drinks flowing. And I mean, they were curated so well and so smooth, and the dinner was so good. It was just a time to be had. Everybody made it home safe, and it was all love, you know. Um, and so. It's about, yeah, like the transaction, you know, it, it's, it's deepening even what can I get out of it material-wise, business-wise, but does this e collab or partnership even inspire me? Yes. Beyond just what, right, what's right. the percentage or the cut, you know what I'm yeah, saying? So it's like what, and, and I know it's hard too because you have some folks who do reach a certain level. Mm -hmm. in their journey mm -hmm. right and things get really busy everybody's calm for your time you know so yeah. you do have to sift out okay like what are the things that are still aligning with like my mission my yes. platform mm -hmm. my goals mm -hmm. and and sometimes I mean it is a reality some folks do get to a certain level and they're just like you know what I'm with the big dogs here now right yeah. whatever you define as that right mm -hmm. let me be very clear about that um but also, I think in, in knowing that and seeing that, listen, I reached out to some people about my show and they'd be like, mm -mm. I'm, I'm okay. Like, yes. that's yeah. fine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's right. totally fine. Like, right. listen, you know, and I've interviewed a ton of people who started out there, you know, just entering the space. And I have seen they are like blowing up, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. Chrissy being one <laughs> of them. You know what I'm saying? Um, Falani's doing great big things. We're going to clap you up in just a moment. How, can we clap you up, Melissa? Yes. Can we clap you First up? and foremost, seriously. Like this platform, and maybe this is something that you already had in mind, but if you were to ever do a Food Talks in Color meetup of everyone you interview, that <laughs> oh, space. Oh my gosh, would be so amazing. And I listened to your podcast prior to being interviewed, mm -hmm. afterward, mm -hmm. and the people that you talk to, all of us being rooted in the same thing, yeah. mm -hmm. but doing also other things. Different yeah. things. Yeah. It's beautiful. It yeah. I, I love it. And I know you say, you know, you didn't start like with this grand plan, but I think that's the beauty in it. Yeah. yeah. I think also like I, I am, and my point that I was going to make is that I understand some, because you have a lot of people calling for your time, right? And so you have sometimes have to be very intentional about what you do take on and what you don't take on. And seeing that, 
I am, I really want to get to a point that I want to support people. So if this is in alignment, like if your goals and your platform is aligning with me, like I want to be supportive. I understand like we only got what, 24 hours in a day. We need to sleep at least six, eight to six of those hours. Right. Um, but I do want to be, cause that's important. And when we talk about like that lack of access, so that's also that lack of not being able to connect with folks who have been doing this work for quite some time and just needing that mentorship as well. I'm 40 fucking years old. I could still use some mentorship in this space, you know? Um, but, and I appreciate you all's kind words. I think also for me too, like I was also in hospitality on the event side for a very long time, but I've been used to being behind the scenes. So when I started this, it was actually very hard for me to even show face, even talk and be the voice. Oh, absolutely. Because I still very much so want to be the person who's behind the scenes, but to like, to support the hell of y'all. Like I want to see y'all like flourish and do great big things and just like support, 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 support. That's really, I just, I'm not in like in the crowd. I am very much so like, let me just stay in the corner, but I just, I'm cheering you all on and I want to provide you all the resources that you need, resources that you need, you know, so that you guys could, um, so you can flourish. So, um, but absolutely that, that connection is key. Showing up is key. Um, and it's growing together. I was also thinking about this yesterday as well. It's just like, I feel like we were like these little seedlings when we started out, right? And now just like blooming, blossoming, you know? It is like, it's, it's just, it's so much to be said um, to that. So um, I think the thing also that I appreciate about this platform is that there's so many folks doing this work. And if they look at this platform and they're just like, is there some people, when I reach out to folks, they're like, oh my goodness, I'm so honored. I'm like, this is for you. Like, this is, I'm, I created this, like, this is your stage. This is not my stage. This is your, I, I've created this and this is your stage because you may not get to a Washington Post, right? You may not get to um, a New York Times, all right? I got two up in here, okay, New York Times. You may not, but like, this is also for, this is a platform um, a platform for you. So for those, those voices that are siloed, you know, it may not yeah. get the, the, the space, the recognition and the acknowledgement that is so important. Um, so anyway, we're going to clap for Miss Filani. Yes. All the amazing work all you're the, doing. Thank you. Fundraiser, like all of those oh, beautiful things. Thank you all. And look, I love being amongst people where we just steadily clapping for <laughs> each other. It's important. It, it feels good, you know? So thank y'all. Thanks for the inspiration because that's another important thing about the in-person gatherings. It's the feelings. Mm -hmm. You may connect with one person real deeply like you and I did. Like y'all did at um, Sisters Kendra's event. Mm -hmm. So let's let's just let's pray for more of these types of interactions, yeah. like you said, ones where it's already a plant thriving there. Yeah, yes. we just want to move a little soil around and plant more seeds yes. in the same garden, you know, yes. and thrive more because that's what it's all about. Life is too short; it's too many resources out here for us to be competing, yeah. acting like you know. It's only one pie. It's enough. It's a lot out here. It's enough. it's enough. So let's come together and 
see, like you said, when you give back that whole piece, that ecosystem you was talking about, paying it forward, mm-hmm. going back, mm-hmm. it propels you more in yeah. so many ways. And like, and to not want, I think the part about it that changes the transactional part is that you don't want anything from it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So right. it becomes less transactional. Exactly. Like an exchange of something. Yeah. Okay, I do this. I need this in return. Right. Like, if at that dinner, I didn't get anything, like, from it, meaning, like, not just the, this was a great dinner, but I was okay with what you all did while you were there. The right. interactions you all yeah. did while you were there. The love that you felt. Mm-hmm. Because I get love from you all all the time. Mm-hmm. So th- that was my time to give you all some love. So mm-hmm. that was literally, I think, like feeding people, honoring people, giving you a great drink. Yeah. Like the, self, the most selfless part yeah. that I can do. And so yeah. my events are super selfless. Mm-hmm. My events are always going to be like, you're going to always see flowers there. Yeah. Mainly because like seeing freshness and mm-hmm. vibrancy also just brings the mood up. Yeah. But I also want people to know that in this space, I want you to like bloom and blossom. Yeah. All of the time. Yeah. And whatever happens in this space, whether that's a relationship or whatever, mm-hmm. that you continue to bloom and blossom in that. Right. And I want that to continue to be centered every time you see an event that pops up. To be like, you know what? I'm going to go because I want to have a great time. But I also want to go because I feel good in this space. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I want people to feel good in space. I was excited to go out again. <laughs> but didn't I say, if it wasn't for Chrissy, I, I don't I do no double thing. going out okay. in one weekend. You will not catch me twice in one weekend <laughs> going not. out. You but I not. was excited. I said, I can't wait to get back there. I was super excited. I'm like, <laughs> only roof. Chrissy can get get her folks. I said, they should, people yeah. show up for Chrissy. I said, Chrissy got me two days in a row. Okay. <laughs> and that's a reflection of you, yes, though. You know, It really is. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I have a concluding question because we do need to wrap up in a few moments. But this has been so good. But, yes. Yes. you got what you, you got anything else brewing over there? Because I, I, I definitely Um, i am always got so much <laughs> brewing. Well, <laughs> so we much. Have, uh, I, I wanted to to spend some time talking about this but uh next episode like mm-hmm. definitely you know again shout out to you and and making a feature in that washington post oh article. thank yes. you it's thank you beautiful. yeah and the, and the when they gonna release that grant it's, hello so i can apply and y'all can release the funds <laughs> call it call it out Purr. <laughs> Come on, Merlin. The money. PG County. Yes. Run us our money. Run it, run it, run it. If you all could put anything in a time capsule, or in a capsule, not a time capsule, in a capsule, because I know one of my goals is to, I really want to create like a family capsule where I'm like putting things in that are very key to my family you know, videos and whenever around my grandmother or my family, like doing, you know, as much audio as I can, taking as much, taking as, as many photos as I can. And just like anything that I see, like an heirloom or something, snatching it up because you don't know where that stuff going to end up going when people transition on, on over. But, and it doesn't necessarily have to be family related, but, you know, just thinking about your legacy and you want to leave behind, like if you were creating a capsule, what would be like three things 
that you would put in it. I my grandmother. Oh Ooh. my god. I don't. Oh my god. My oh granny my. is getting old, and you know, I you just want your grandmother to stay one certain age. I know. <laughs> I want to put granny in the capsule. Oh my gosh, I felt that. Yeah, yeah I felt um, that. definitely. I love my grandmother. Grannies are so special. They are. Grannies are really special. Yeah. Oh I would even put my childhood in the capsule if I could. Hello? That was special. Hello? That was really special. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was good. Had a nice childhood. Then I the third too. would be some good ass food. <laughs> <laughs> and, some, and some weed. And I, can it be full? <laughs> and then boom. <laughs> and close that capsule up. <laughs> boom. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> One more the, other thing, but I'm not gonna name it. <laughs> oh, you need that? Yeah. <laughs> That's Yo. it. That makes five items. <laughs> One unnamed. Oh, so that's mine goodness. and yours, Chrissy. So funny. <laughs> you didn't shut it down. I don't, don't come to me. I don't got no answers. <laughs> um, how, how we gonna follow up behind that, right. Kalani? That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> it was one, funny. It's one unnamed. Yeah, that was the kicker. Mm-hmm. Um, let Kalani. me see. For me. Honestly, being able, like, the stories that I would get from family Mm -hmm. would be something that I would capture Mm -hmm. and hold on to. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of, like, what I'm doing, it's not rooting in, like, knowing anything. Uh Mm Uh-huh. If that makes sense. So, yes, yes, I know that... My dad owned corner so right. I know that. It's, but you're saying it's in, innate. Yes, innate. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. if I can change anything today for my capsule, I don't have too much already. But mm-hmm. if I could change anything today for a capsule, it would be a collection of stories mm-hmm. and understanding, like how it aligns with the work that I'm doing. Ooh, yeah, that's yeah. good, Chrissy. Yeah, because um, my. Family on both sides, they're not really much like voluntary talkers. Yeah. Right. Voluntary yeah. storytellers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I remember doing like projects for school mm-hmm. and having to ask like, ask your yeah. grandma, right. ask your mm-hmm. uncle. Right. And like then those stories would be told to me. And I was yeah. like, I had no idea. I would have never known mm-hmm. my if grandmother like washed clothes for white people like down the street, yep. I think. If I didn't ask her for a school project, right, right, right. Like, I had no idea. About- <laughs> yeah, that's why I we wanted like, to do this my, talk. Yeah. And my grandmother, she don't take no shit. Mm-hmm. She is like grandma, right. And so to know that, like, that was a job she had to, to have, do. I couldn't. Yeah. And and not that it's a like terrible thing, right? right. So, but to know that this woman, right, who is like the matriarch. Mm-hmm. During the circumstances, had to wash clothes in order. You know, it, right. it just opens your mind up to. Yeah, my grandmother is not just who I see her, her as. Ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see like she the full person, right. right? Right. You see the stories mm-hmm. and like 
them being full people mm-hmm. help you be also become a full person. Like I just don't have yeah. to do this or this one thing doesn't define me. So right. just capturing mm-hmm. stories mm-hmm. and turning that around, which I've actually started to nice. do in a separate sort of way. Okay. Good. Um, and I can't wait for you all to see it. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. I love that. That's so beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, so that's just one thing that I'm just going. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I love it. I put everything in there to be truthfully honest. Uh, <laughs> everything, uh, everything, everything, everything. Uh, Woo! Like, not everything. Something <laughs> definitely just need to be left behind. <laughs> That's period. Sure. That's why I'm just thinking on one thing. My my <laughs> great grandmother on my dad's side um, delivered babies. Wow. Yeah, in in a small town in Mount Olive. Everybody's child, mm-hmm. what? and I'm talking like multiple, like yeah, like that's, and that wasn't even her main job. Like it was one mm. of the things that she, she did. did. Yeah. And so when I learned that when I was in small town, not all of Mississippi, and I was told that by a friend of the family, thank God for him, he's still around living. Um, I was just blown away because then it just started to, I started to make the connection of being a creator and just birthing ideas, you know, it don't always have to be no baby now. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) The idea is the baby. You know what I'm saying? The baby. Oh, I love, oh my God. And and I know you all the same way. I have a million ideas, Mm -hmm. like, and some just have not been birthed yet, you know, Mm. but a lot of them have. And just being able to make that connection in real time was so powerful. So if I could just relive that little era yeah. and just have a piece of that as a reminder, put that little in the capsule, that would definitely be in there. That I was like that. so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. She birthed so many things and now you birthed. Yeah. 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 That is, wow. See, yeah. the connection of just like, knowing something Mm -hmm. like when I learned that my so with my dad owning stores obviously he knows a lot of people in the neighborhood it was a mother who unfortunately couldn't take care of her kids at the moment um and she was an addict I think it was like five to seven kids and they were going to take her kids away and put them in, like, foster care. And my dad said, no, I'll take them. And he took them for a bit of time. Yeah. And when the conversation got brought up to him, the story, he was like, oh, my gosh. I forgot about that. And yeah. it was so selfless. Because he's done so, so much. it reminds yeah. me right. about, like, how selfless you can, you can be and how selfless I have become. Uh-huh. And, like, these things are just, like, things that happen just yeah. to make someone yeah. else's life yeah. right. become better, better and not transactional. Yes. Right. Exactly. Right. And, y'all, did I say she birthed or she delivered? My memory's that bad. But, 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 but we knew what you meant. I knew what you meant. Yeah, yeah. No, but we knew. Come on now. When you see birthed kids in the neighborhood, I knew exactly right. What she probably rolling around like no, but look, but nah, but back then they they was getting about there sixteen kids and all nine. Yeah, two of them that they had. Now, very clear. My grandmother is one of nine. So yeah, exactly. And that was normal. Yep. Yep. Normal. Very much. Now I'm like, uh, uh. 
Yeah, I got she, zero. She was a midwife. She was but a they midwife. they did and that, that for them to work the farms yes. too, though. It, yes, mm-hmm. exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. But she, yeah, she was a midwife. I mean, and apparently, I mean, he told me probably on on upward of like eighty kids, eighty plus kids. Like, yeah, my also, my my great great grandmother did four over four hundred. Down but also in Franklin the, County. the importance of black women being a part of the exactly. birthing. Right. Exactly. They Those hijacked that now. plus, um, 80 plus babies yep. that yep. came to life. Yep. Right. Because of healthy. black woman, healthy. healthy. Because a black woman was with a part of the no process. With no pharmaceuticals. With roots and herbs. We won't okay. Get on the infant mortality rate amongst yeah, black women. But you see, right. Yeah, but you see how it's in every industry? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I love y'all. Oh, I love love y'all, y'all too. Cousin talk was bomb. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Cousin, you welcome to come like, again. You are cousin, cousin, like cousin. cousin no, she's an OC, yeah. the original cousin, <laughs> the one who got us together. Uh, OC. Seriously, be quick with it. I love she it. Is. <laughs> so you welcome anytime, anytime. even if you just want to come on, come on. April is coming up. Yes. We gearing up. We Already up. got my sneaker. <laughs> it's an exclusive New Balance. Ooh. Period. Period. So, yeah, so. make sure y'all pull up. Yes. And yes. tell your networks. Thank you it. for coming, Chrissy. Thanks for having me. And congratulations me. on everything you do. Thank you so much. I appreciate we y'all appreciate so much. You. So mm-hmm. much. So much. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for another episode of Cousin Talk on The Edible Activist. You guys can catch... The episode on Full Service Radio, also YouTube, um, and Apple, Spotify, all the great places. And rate the show, y'all. Like, if you like what you heard. Um, and also, send us a DM. We're friendly. Like, let us know what yeah. you thought after hearing the show. If you if you want to join us for Cousin for cousin Talk, let us know. You know, we'll, we'll see. We'll work some things out. But yes. um, we were looking forward to more um, interesting dialogue and bringing more voices into, into this space. So, all right. Y'all have a wonderful day and peace. Peace and love. Thanks for tuning in. You can catch today's episode on iTunes, Spotify, and Simplecast. And be sure to follow us at Food Talks in Color. That's just the letter N on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And did you know we are on Patreon? This is a way for you to take action and support our mission of amplifying BIPOC voices on the Edible Activist Podcast. Visit patreon.com backslash food talks in color to learn more. Peace and blessings. And remember, in the great words of Baba Tariq Adunu, there is no culture without agriculture. <laughs>